Welcome to the Mosaic Church Podcast, where we share with you the message of hope and love that lies at the core of the Christian faith. Our weekly sermons delve into the teachings of the Bible and how they can impact our daily lives, inspiring us to journey together towards a deeper understanding of God's infinite love. Join our community of believers as we embrace the power of faith and embark on a transformative spiritual journey. Mosaic Church in Mableton, Georgia exists to lead people to an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ to help them change the world. Now, please enjoy this message from Pastor Broderick Santiago, lead pastor of Mosaic Church. And 2015, 2015, is, is an opportunity for new opportunities, right? It's, it's a season of new opportunities. There's some newness going on. I love, I really love looking at people's social media posts, right? And, and I love to see how many people do New Year's resolutions. And I, and I love to see so many people running to the gym and getting in shape. And I love to see people... Like in November, that was turning up and twerking, now quoting Bible script. I love to see that because the new year brings a fresh thing, a refreshing, a, a reboot, if you will, a restart. And so we, we, we start the year off this way all the time, many of us. But I want this church, this group of believers to celebrate New Year's 365 days. New Year's Day should happen every day for you. Because here's, here's what I know. God creates new opportunities for you every single day. So every day that he creates an opportunity is an opportunity for you to celebrate. I'm, I'm not preaching yet. I, I, I'm, I'm going to get there. But the truth of the matter is, I love to see that. And, and, if, and if I looked at your post, don't, don't listen, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your friends. Okay, don't tell them I was talking about them, though, all right? We, we trying to make friends and not enemies. But sincerely, I want this group of people to really, really, really celebrate New Year's Day every day. Because every day, God presents something fresh and something new to you. And just like our move today, it, 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 it was better than I anticipated, but it was still not void of some wrinkles, right? It, it was still some things we're trying to figure out, and we, we forgot to bring some equipment, so we had to make a run to get that, and, 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 and just, just trying to figure out where this goes and where that plug goes and where's an outlet for the. I mean, it's, it's, it's not void of challenges, but that's the same thing with the new year, right? Just because you, you set a resolution to go to the gym and read your Bible every day doesn't automatically make you buff physically or spiritually. Right? It's a continual work. See, the first month might be good, 
You may actually get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and open your Bible and journal about it. You may actually get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and go to the gym and, and, and get it in. You may actually do meal prep on Monday, but there'll be that one day where you just don't want to roll out of bed. Am I talking to somebody today? There'll be that one day where you're just too tired to open up the Bible. There'll be that one day where you open up to a scripture that you don't think is relevant to you. And all it takes is that one day where you decide, you know what, I'll catch up later. And can I be honest with you? Many of us never do. That's the brutal truth. Many of us never do. So today, I'm not going to beat you up. Today, we're going to talk about a, a series that's entitled Advance. Advance. Do you all know what the opposite of advance is? I'll tell you, retreat. And I don't want us to retreat. I want us to constantly be in movement forward, movement toward what God has in store for us. And this series is going to talk about all of those things. We're going to talk about over these next four weeks about forgetting about your past, the good and the bad. We're going to talk about focusing on what God wants you to do right now. We're going to talk about moving forward. We're going to talk about how God has not designed us to live life and do life alone. We're going to talk about all of these things over the next four weeks so that for the next 365 days, you celebrate New Year's Day every single day. And I want us to start on the good foot. So, so if you will, I love, I love talking about Paul. But before I get too far, I just, I just thought about this, y'all. I, you know, I'm forgetting some stuff. We're in a new location. I'm all, if you are a first-time visitor, we ask you to do one small thing, uh, and that's one small thing only. We want you to fill out this connection card. Um, this is not so we can share your information or sell it. We really just want to be in prayer for you. And we want to share all that we have going on over here. So if you can fill that out in its entirety, uh, we, would, we would love to just be in touch with you. We promise not to spam you. I will send you a letter with my signature on it. It's from me just telling you thank you for spending your Sunday with us and uh, just asking if there's any way we can pray with you and pray for you. Okay? Fill that out in its entirety. Plus, there's a space for you. I think you could put your birthday or something. We like to celebrate birthdays at Mosaic Church, and so we want to make sure we celebrate yours for sure. And uh, also, if you need prayer requests, that's for our regular attenders and visitors. Put that on here, and maybe you want to make a next step and join the church or or get involved in, 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 in one of the many opportunities to serve here. Well, we want to make sure that we uh, present those opportunities for you. Amen? Today I'm going to be sharing with you from uh, Paul and his letter to the church in Philippi. And you find this scripture in the book of Philippians. You'll find it in Philippians. Now, we don't have notes for you today. So, but if you are a, uh, a, a regular, um, if you are a visitor, we normally provide notes for you to fill out. But today, we want you to just uh, get in where you fit in, amen, and, and find what you need. We're going to come from the book of Philippians. If you have your Bible or mobile app, which you can use on our mobile app, you can read the Bible right from our mobile app. Uh, I'm gonna meet, I want you to meet me over in Philippians chapter 3, and I'm going to be reading verses 12 through 16. Philippians chapter 3, and I'm going to be reading verses 12 through 16. If you don't have it right away, don't worry about it. We might have it up on the screen for you. 
Philippians 3, 12, 1 through 16. This is Paul speaking to the church in Philippi. He says, I don't, mind, I don't mean to say that I, have all, that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection. But I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Put your finger in that spot. I want to talk about, about that right now. Paul, and, and I love this scripture. I, I've shared this with you before. Here you have Paul who's born in some wonderful pedigree. Paul is, is a direct descendant from the tribe of Benjamin. He, he, he's a nobleman. He's a Sadducee. He, he, he's got a little bit of wealth. He's very smart. He's very, very, in, uh, very intelligent. He's very well connected. Uh, he knows some people. He's a religious leader of this time. In, in, in a modern-day time, he would be a very accomplished theologian. Right now, I mean, if, if, if this was the Paul that we're talking about and it was modern, he would be an accomplished theologian. He has it going on. In, in, in other words, if it was modern day time, he would have a doctorate of theology. He's got it going on. He's accomplished much in his life. And then he had a moment on Damascus Road where, where he had an encounter with the Holy Spirit and he was transformed. Okay? And, and once he was transformed and his eyes were, were open to what the real life or the real light was, was uh, he was forever changed. He had accomplished a lot at this point. He had already helped start other churches. He had already put together a crew of disciples of his own. He was pretty accomplished at this point. But yet he faced severe persecution. He was already accomplished, but yet faced severe persecution. And, and he writes this letter. He says, I don't have it all. I know I'm accomplished. I know I come from good cloth. I know that I've achieved a lot in my short life. I know that I'm doing some great things. I'm building churches. I'm, I'm helping people grow, but I have not possessed it all. So here's the deal. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. All he accomplished, he still was not satisfied. Watch this. Watch this. Let all who are spiritually mature agree in these things. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make, a plain, make it plain to you. Here's the part I want you to grasp. Here's the part I want you to grasp. But we must hold on to the progress we've already made. Oftentimes, we forget about that. And that's when we quit. That's when we get discouraged. That's when we want to give up. That's when, when we want to skip some steps because we don't take time and pause and celebrate and realize our progress. And if we celebrate New Year's Day only on New Year's Day once a year, we will forget all of the little milestones that we accomplished along the way. 
But if we set our mind to celebrate New Year's Day, 365 days of the year, we are intentional about focusing on the little milestones that we achieved in the process and the progress. And we need to focus on progress. I'm going to give you some notes about that in a minute. But we must hold on to the progress we have already made. 2011, I, w- I became the pastor of this church, and, and uh, actually of Courageous Church. And, and, and when Courageous Church closed, uh, we decided to move to Mableton. I'm, I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version of this, right? We moved to Mableton. There were literally between 12 and 15 of us, okay? 2012, we moved to Mableton with about 12 to 15 people. That included my entire family, and that's six of us, okay? Y'all, y'all get where I'm going, right? 2013, we were up to about 50. That's kids and adults. 2014, we're over 70. That's kids and adults. But if I just keep on going and celebrate New Year's Day, only on New Year's Day, I would not have time to pause and see the progress. And this is what I want you all to get. Because here's the thing. I guarantee every single person in this room has set some type of goal to achieve this year. Some, no matter how small or big, I guarantee nobody in this room wants to be exactly where they were in 2014. Nobody in this room says, you know what, 2014 was good, I'm good. That's, I don't want no more than what I had in 2014. You don't, I don't even want it. If you give it to me, I'm going to give it back. Nobody in this room says that. Uh-huh, I, I, I thought not. We all want more. We all want greater. We all want, want better for ourselves, for our families, for our children. So I guarantee that you all have set some type of goal for this year. Am I right about it? And as you go out and set out to achieve the goal that you've set, whatever it is, regardless how big or how small it is, I guarantee that at some point you are going to hit some resistance. It's designed that way. You are going to meet resistance, and here's the challenge. And this is what everybody is watching. Everybody's looking. Everybody's checking your social media. Everybody's checking on you and seeing. When you hit that resistance, oh, everything was good. Top of the year, you were reading your Bible, even though you were twerking before. And top of the year, uh, you, you, you know, you, you started working out, although you had like a big plate of greens and dressing and all of that stuff the day before, macaroni and cheese and, and, and red velvet cake. Okay, maybe that was just me. And everybody's watching you. To see when you hit that resistance, how you respond. I had somebody just at the end of the year, you know, I, I, I was working out pretty strong toward the beginning of 2014. And I was doing well, you know, I was, had my meal plan. I was posting my little regimen. I was posting my little meal, the meals I was having. I was posting. I was posting me on the mountain. I was doing videos of me on top of Kennesaw Mountain. I mean, I was showing out, you know, ha- hashtag fit pastor. Hashtag fit fam. You know, I was, I was doing it. And then in the summer, we went on vacation in Destin. And when I tell you I ate good, that's an understatement. I ate really good. I ate great. I ate a lot. I ate, I really, we ate good. It was good food. 
You don't get fresh seafood like that in Atlanta, Georgia. Why? We're, 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 we're landlocked, right? And so I ate good, and, and, and all of a sudden, somebody hit me up. They said, uh, hey, man, you don't post those videos that you were so inspiring and whatever. I love to see how things are going with your progress. And I, you know, for a hot second, I was like, you know what? I do need to post something. And so I was going to do it. And I, one day I was getting myself together and I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to post that. I hit resistance. And that person who I was inspiring was waiting to see how I responded to the resistance. Huh? Oh, the, oh, oh I post, you know, me and my wife on hot dates. And you see the beautiful picture of me and my family. Oh, look at my family. We're doing it. Look at me. Look at her. Look at us. We're doing it, you know. But I don't post the behind-the-scenes stuff when, you know, it's just like, you know, these are your kids today. You had them all by yourself. Who is their daddy? Because they, that's your family acting like that. I don't post that stuff because that's the resistance. And I think that if we need to be, if we're going to do this type of stuff, we need to be completely honest. I think people need to see that we all meet resistance, but how do you handle the resistance once you meet it? I think that helps people really advance. They don't need to just see the highlight reel. They need to see the work that happens behind the scenes when you meet resistance so that they too can advance. Amen? Here's, here, here's two notes I just want to share with you today. In order to advance and, 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 and meet the resistance that you're certainly going to meet as you achieve whatever goals you set out, the first thing I, I advise you to do is forget your past. It's simple, right, to say that. You hear that every year, as a matter of fact. I'm like the one millionth and one billionth whatever pastor ever tell you, forget about your past. Easier said than done, right? When I say forget about the past, listen to what Paul is saying here. He says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on one thing. That's powerful. I focus on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I focus on one thing. He could be focusing on getting out of jail because he was in jail when he wrote the letter. He could be focusing on the other churches that he helped plant and the leadership that's over there. He could be focusing on getting his life right because he's getting ready to head up and transition to heaven. He could be focusing on so many things, but he says, my focus lies on one thing and one thing only, forgetting the past, forgetting those things that, that, that the shortcomings I had. Listen, for Paul, that meant a lot to forget the past. You know what that meant a lot? Because Paul used to hate Christians. Paul was killing Christians. If you were part of a movement called the way, which, 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 which is what uh, Christianity was originally called, he would be trying to kill you. And in order to say, I love Jesus, I've got to forget the fact that I tried to kill people who said they love Jesus. He says, I don't focus on that. Meaning, I'm not going to focus on my sins. I'm not going to focus on the fact that I broke some people's heart. I'm not going to focus on the fact that I may have let some people down. I'm not going to focus on the fact that, that, that so many people told me no when I wish I could have heard a yes. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on what lies ahead. Watch this. I'm not going to even focus on my success. I'm not going to do that either. Because here's what happens. A lot of times if we focus too much on our success, yeah, that's our stopping point. 
Some of y'all had like a 2014 that was freaking out of the park. Some of y'all are sitting back like, I nailed 2014. Like, I haven't had a 2014 like that ever. That was probably the best year of my life. Some of y'all are saying that right now. But I want to tell you, if that is you, don't you stop. Don't you get happy. Don't you get comfortable. Don't sit back and relish in that. Because you become that person that you knew from high school, that their greatest accomplishment was that they were the prom queen. That's it. After that, they had about five kids with four different baby daddies. And Okay. Y'all know them. Y'all don't tell them I was talking about them, okay? I just don't want no trouble. Huh? You become that person. You become that person that had a great 2014, and that's it. And that's all you hold on to. Because 2000, uh, 2024, <laughs> you still be talking about that great 2014 you had. And here's the truth of the matter. I'm guilty as charged. Because there are some years that were so fantastic, and I just live in them a little too long sometimes. And I become complacent. And I was like, man, if I can just go back to like 2010 when I was making so much money in real estate and, oh, man, I was knocking it out the park. Or 2000, not 2010, 2008. Or 2008, 2009, yeah. Oh, man. Home run. You could just walk outside and somebody like, I want a house. I got you. Closing, closing multiple deals in the day. Craig know what I'm talking about. It was a good time for real estate. And I lived in that moment back in 2012. I just kept holding on, man. 2009, 2008 was such a good year. And I did not do anything real estate related. Because I held on to my best year and didn't move forward. Then I fell behind the curve. Now I do referral-based business because I, it takes too much for me to try to catch up now. And some of you all could be that same way. Oh, I had a great year at work. Oh, oh it was a great, the best year of our marriage. We dated every single week. And, and he, he brought me flowers twice a month. It was such a beautiful time in our marriage. Brothers, don't give up. Remember what you started. You've got to keep feeding. You've got to keep dating. You've got to keep bringing flowers. Don't stop. So here's, here's my point. Forget the past. Forget the past. Forget the sins that people committed against you. Ooh, that's hard. That's hard to forget when somebody offended you. There's people that offended me like in 2011 that sent me emails saying, do you still use this email address? I still have not responded. I don't know if I want to open up that box again. I'm still healing from my wounds. You know what I mean? There are people that have hurt me. I've forgiven them, but that should be enough, right? That I've forgiven them and I forgot the hurt, but then they come into your life and help you remember that they hurt you. Am I talking to myself this morning? But you have to forget the sin that people commit. Watch this. The Bible says it. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. For God says in Isaiah, he says, he'll even forgive your sins. He says, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake, and I will never think of them again. That wasn't just for you. 
That was for the person who sinned against you too. If he will forgive yours and block them out so he would never forgive them for, forever, for, remember them again, he meant that for them and for you. Forget the past. Move on. Woosah. Here's the other thing. When you don't forget about it, it carries a weight over you for so long. That's so heavy. And I, I may be still carrying that weight because when I saw that email, I was happy. But then I saw the email and that weight just hit me like, why are you still messing with me? Leave me alone. Go on, man. Do your thing. I'm doing mine. <laughs> it brings that back. But the fact that I let that moment, that, that email steal my joy means that it carries that much weight. I still have work to do. So do you. I'm not alone in this. Watch this. Here's the other thing. Second thing I want to share with you is focus on progress. Say that. Focus on progress. Focus on progress. Focus on progress. It's funny because this morning I had to leave this place to go pick up some equipment that we forgot. And as I left this place... I didn't realize how many more churches you pass now that we're in this new location. How many more churches you pass now when you're on your way? And I'm looking, I'm saying, wow, man, look at, look at, look at this and look at that. And they're packed out. They got like a million cars in their parking lot. Whoa, my goodness, they just moved there. And whoa. And I celebrated. I says, God, man, thank you for every single person that's a part of Mosaic. And I'm driving, I'm like, God, thank you for the people that are there right now scrambling to put everything together so that someday our parking lot will be full of people whose lives are being changed by the very word of God, whose lives are being changed because they're connected to other people who love Christ. Someday that place will be this place. Someday this auditorium will be full. Someday we'll have multiple service, not because we have a great worship team, not because the pastor can preach, not because our coffee is fresh and delicious, but because the word of God God is transforming people someday. And as I drove and saw that, I said, someday that'll be us. But we won't be a social club or anything. No, no, no. We'll be a house of transformation where people are changed forever and eternally. And I cannot wait for that day. But I need to continue to focus on the progress. Watch this, Philippians 3.16. But we must hold on to the progress we have already made. No matter how little big, I love to see, there are quotes I see all the time on Instagram. I love to watch all the people that post their little workout things. But it's not so much the workouts that I'm impressed with, it's the quotes. It's, it's the stuff that the people say, uh, uh, you know, that, that really, really inspire me. You know, uh, uh, you know, they say stuff like, like, uh, you know, the when you, the, oh my God, I'm messing it up. It's such a beautiful quote. Uh, there's this one about uh, not quitting. Ah, I forgot it. James, can you help me out? You got a quote, man, or something like that off the rip, man? Not today. There's so many that I look at that that that's, that that talks about, you know, just just taking the first step. You know, and, and, and not quitting. Just paying attention to the small results. You know, don't focus on, you know, getting a six-pack. Just get a pack. 
That, 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 that's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're ready to quit, remember why you started. It's, it's just focusing on, on, on the progress. The little steps count. You know what I mean? You, you may not be able to do 200 push-ups, but if you do two, could you do two before that day? Huh? And by the end of the week, you jump up to 10. Focus on the progress, the little things. You may not know any scripture, but if you remember Jesus wept, you got one scripture down. That's, that's a real scripture. That's the shortest scripture in the Bible. You can remember that. I just gave you that. So anybody say, oh, you don't even know scripture? Like, Jesus wept. I'm good. I memorized some scripture. Start somewhere. It don't have to be perfect. You may not have a beautiful prayer life, but if you just get on your knees and say, you know what, God, I don't have a whole lot to say, but I'm just going to say thank you. I think that's a good starting place. And focus on the progress. Focus on how well you're doing spiritually. Focus on how God is beginning to open you up internally, and that begins to flow externally so others can see his glory in your life. Begin to focus on the progress, and progress is little bitty steps. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you reach your goals in 2015? One step, one moment, and I won't even say one day, but one moment at a time. Focus on the progress. Here's our challenge. God does not give us the steps from A to Z. He only gives us A to B. But we are so anxious in our society and culture where everything is fast. You get fast food. You get, you know, you can pull up at the drive-through window in five minutes. You get your food. It's hot. It's good. Whatever. We're so focused. You get microwave stuff. You can cook an entire meal in less than ten minutes. That includes dessert and and a pitcher of Kool-Aid. You know, you can do everything quick now in our society, and we want God to operate the same way, right? We want to get A to Z. And God's like, no, A to B. And then I'll get you B to C. But you must master everything between A and B. And how many of y'all know A to B could take you 40 years? Oh, y'all don't know. Y'all better ask the Israelites. Y'all better ask the Israelites. Huh? A to B could take you to your old age, y'all better ask somebody in the Bible who had a baby at an old age. I'm Sarah, come on, y'all. A to B could take you from the age of 12 to the time you become an adult and become king. Y'all better ask David. I don't know what your A to B is, but don't you dare think about Z. You are out of line and outside of your borders of understanding. That's God's area. You just focus on A to B and focus on the progress. Because here's what I know about progress. It's in the progress that your endurance is built up. It's in the progress is where you learn wisdom and gain understanding. It's in progress where you get stronger physically and spiritually. It's in progress where you get a better understanding of what a real relationship is with Christ. It's in progress is where you become aware of who your real supporters are and who your enemies are. It's in progress where you begin 
to understand how God really moves in your life. It's in progress that you really get a grasp of how big and wonderful and powerful and loving our God is. But don't skip the progress. Focus on it. And celebrate every small step as as if it's a huge milestone in your life. And if your goal is to, 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 to be a, 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 a buff person, to work out physically, and you can only do five push-ups, baby, I guarantee by the end of the week, if you just con- commit to it and focus on the little steps and say, you know what, I did five today, but tomorrow I'll do six, that's progress. Uh, I did six today, but tomorrow I'll do seven. That's progress. And perhaps you want to save some money. I dare you to just save a dollar a week and see what happens at the end of the year. You start this week, one dollar. Next week, two dollars. Final week, three dollars. You get what I'm saying? Keep going. By the end of the year, you've saved some money, over a thousand dollars to be exact, over thirteen hundred dollars. If you just begin and focus on the progress and don't skip any steps. Amen? So he, here, here's my two little nuggets, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to close up here. We must forget the past, not just the bad stuff. It's easy. If we've done something wrong, it's, you know, that's almost like a get out of jail free. Oh, cool, cool. I forget that. Yeah, I won't do that again. I forget that. But it's hard to forget about the good stuff. Why? It felt good. You worked hard to achieve it. Am I right about it? Huh? I mean, that plaque on your wall means the world to you. The accolade you receive from your employer, that's a big deal. I mean, it, you know, all that stuff uh, is it, good stuff. It's hard to forget your successes. You worked hard to achieve it, but you have to forget the past so that you are not complacent in it. And then, don't, and then I want you to focus on the progress. Focus on the progress. Be like Paul. Press toward the goal. While the road to achieving your goals for the year, press toward the goal. Don't wait until the end to celebrate. Instead, find joy in each and every milestone. Amen. Is that good? Thank you for joining us today. Our prayer is that Pastor B said something that moves you closer to Jesus. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, we would like to invite you to follow us on social media at Mosaic Mableton and visit us on our website at wearemosaicchurch.org. You can learn more information about our church, ways to support our ministry through financial donations, stay updated on upcoming events, and find resources to support your spiritual journey. We would be delighted to welcome you in person on Sunday mornings to worship and connect with others, our doors are always open to those seeking a place to grow and explore their faith. Thanks for tuning in and may God bless you on your spiritual journey.